This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here live in studio with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Hello, Troll. Hello, Caps fans. Glad to be back, getting uh, back to normal. So let's roll into it. Yeah, Caps fans, let us know if you like this angle. It's very um, voyeuristic, if you will. So generally, that's just premium content on the OnlyFans, but you're getting it for free. Yeah, the uh, holidays aren't quite over. This is your gift. <laughs> and we, uh, you know, we're just uh, we're just trying to figure this out too. And I like it. I like this kind of weird, weird look. I don't know. Polly likes it, right? I do. It's better than the the porn light we were using in the back. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of OnlyFans. Right, right. Well, Caps fans, a ton of big news. Uh, you might have heard that we signed some guy, you know, future Hall of Famer, giant person. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But... I mean, really, we just got a lot of a lot of league news going on, and uh, along with that, really some great World Junior stuff. So, uh, obviously, Team USA is we are one hundred percent Team USA here, right? Right, Polly? Absolutely. Yeah, it's as you've said in the past, your most what did you say? Like your most extreme form of nationalism, patriotism. Oh, patriotism. <laughs> There's a big difference there. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, my fanhood for Team USA hockey. Yeah, yeah. and me too. Uh, I'm uh, I'm pretty pumped about their performance so far. But uh, that being said, we should probably just hop into it, right, Polly? Let's do it. One, two, three. All right, Caps fans. Well, just to get into some brief league news before we kind of, you know, we don't want to bury the lead too bad, but... Jonathan Taze will not report to camp as he's been feeling chronically lethargic and tired. Says he's, uh, that's happened this entire offseason. Uh, it's, it seems to be a relatively new development though, Polly. Did you read the like press release that he had? You know, I actually didn't, uh, read his statement. Uh, I, I, I skimmed it, but it kind of seemed to be similar to the article. Uh, they they don't really know what's going on, right? And so right, right. he's kind of just being cautious, and probably since he's an older player, and if they were a more competitive team, he may try to push through it. I would think, but either way, um, I think you said in a group chat or a tweet, it's pretty scary that a world class athlete in his like mid thirties is. Yeah feeling something like this and they don't know what's wrong. So, you know, this would be scary for any person, let alone someone like him. So, you know, wish him the best. Yeah. And, you know, um, it, it's, I mean, I feel like in the past five, six years, we've seen a lot of people just like bow out of playing professional hockey due to like some crazy chronic illness. Like Hosa was a big one. It was like some skin condition, um, <clears throat> I mean, how many blood clots have we seen? Remember Pascal Dupuis? Um, there's been at least a few of them. Now, 
you know, you could probably go off on a tangent and be like, well, yeah, it's because they're using performance-sensing drugs or they've been partying too hard or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But I think that the, the probably the more realistic and uh, obvious, you know, solution or ex- explanation of that is it's just like the care that these guys are under is just so top-notch that they're catching all this stuff. And like, you know, Jonathan Tay's has the wherewithal to say like, holy shit, I, I feel like really tired, like unexpectedly and, and unnaturally tired. This is a, this is a bad thing. Right. So I don't know. I, I just kind of one of those want to get ahead of like some certain or just anyone who's like thinking like weird shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like you said, they're, they're probably monitoring guys better than athletes ever have been. And so they're able to catch this crap before guys ignore it and it's a problem later on. Right. And with better testing techniques and more, you know, better observation, you know, obviously things are going to come up, more things are going to come up possibly. Right. Um, <clears throat> it shouldn't be surprising though. It does suck. I mean, Jonathan Taze is uh, known for his energy and his kind of grittiness uh, and, you know, mix that in with the top tier talent that he is, uh, you know, no timetable for return. So, I don't know. As a Hawks fan, you could you could say that this is possibly a good thing for the team in the sense that it frees you up for some LTIR. But <clears throat> I think losing your captain is kind of a pretty big blow to the team, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you should uh, <clears throat> you should tweet at the Blackhawks and see what they <laughs> see what they say to you. Yeah, if I could, um, I would, but. For some reason, they've blocked me. I don't know why. Uh, but <laughs> that happens a lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of the Blackhawks, yeah, uh, Kirby Doc is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is expected to miss four to five months with that terrible wrist. Whatever happened? <clears throat> uh, explosion, wrist explosion. Yeah, I, think. I mean, like his forearm was here, and then his hand was over here. Yeah, like oh my god. <laughs> Um, he's four to five months after surgery. Uh, he was team Canada's captain, but I think that happened in the exhibition game. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, going back to what you said last episode, um, I, we're, you know, as a selfish fan, we, we don't want to, we want to see as much of our favorite players in the Olympics and international play as possible, but, from a NHL purist, purely NHL standpoint, I mean, yeah, this is a, this is a bad thing. Um, he's young. Who knows? I mean, the wrist has a ton of tiny your your hand and your wrist have a ton of tiny little bones in it. Yeah. Um, if you know one goes haywire, he could be looking at chronic pain for the rest of his life. Uh, yeah. With that wrist, I mean, I know you have you yeah. broke your hand in college. I and- broke it, and it was way less severe. And I have a lot of chronic pain. Yeah, and that's what you get for being a fucking dumbass. So uh, his his was a little more freak accident. Mine was more. Why would you punch plexiglass? (laughs) (laughs) If anyone ever thinks about doing it, I'll tell you right now, plexiglass is going to win. So (laughs) save yourself a a boxer's fracture and possible surgery. Ten out of ten times, it's going to win. Yep. Um, Yeah. So. Man, real bad Blackhawks news right now. Um, yeah. But it, it is what it is. 
Uh, I'm not sure that there were very many high expectations for that club this year. Anyways, I think last year them doing, you know, even being considered in the postseason was kind of like one of the things that the, uh, the, the, the playoff format, like that was one of the teams that it really helped. Oh yeah. Yeah. And before that, I think the last time they were in the playoffs, they got swept. Right. So they really haven't been competitive since their last cup in like, 2015 or 16? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've always had that top-end talent with Kane and Taze, but now Taze is out of the picture, you know, and their young guys and whatnot aren't, you know, Kirby Doc, I'm sure, was going to be on the roster. So that's two rostered guys that are going to be on LTIR or just out for the Hawks. Um, Brad, moving on, though, uh, division rival for the Capitals this year, Brad Marchand is expected to be on the ice with the Boston Bruins. Um, could return or on a uh, camp on Sunday, and yeah. could return from off-season surgery by the time the Bruins begin the 2020-21 season on January 14th. I'm pretty um, sure he did participate today. Did he? Okay, so <clears throat> it's a Sunday, obviously. Um, January 14th is the supposed the return to play, as it, as it stands right now. Which, well, for them, yeah, that's right, their 13. opening game. Their thirteenth is uh, yeah. so ten days till we have hockey. By the way, uh, had a sports hernia um, repaired on September fourteenth with a recovery timeline of approximately four months. So that put him right in right in line with his his uh, his recovery schedule, right, Paulie? Yeah, it's kind of like a Jake Gensel situation with the bubble, where he would have missed significant time. But due to the weird schedule this year, it puts him right there at the beginning of play. Like, I think Gensel broke his collarbone, and right. he was supposed to miss almost the whole season. And during the COVID shutdown, he got to heal up so he could play. So uh, that's what's happening for Brad Marchand, and it's a good thing for the Bruins because that's what they need right now when uh, they just lost uh, – you know, their captain, which is more of a, I mean, it, it's an actual loss, but it's it's more of a moral loss, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, having having Marshawn back is, is going to be huge for them. I don't think yeah. that team is near, I mean, say what you will about Pasternak, but uh, I, I don't think that this team is near the caliber of Bruins that we've known in seasons past, if not for Brad Marchand. Right? Oh yeah. He's the one feeding Pasternak. Right. Exactly. So moving on RFA, Ethan bear signed a two year, $4 million contract with the Edmonton Oilers on Tuesday, average annual value of 2 million. He's had 21 points in 71 games in his rookie year. Was it his rookie year last year? Um, no, this would be like his. This is the end of his entry contract, right? If he's yeah, but I don't know if that was a. I mean, because he's on a bridge now. Anyways, definitely a new player. Yeah, well, yeah, was, that was last season. I don't think it was his rookie year. That's just okay. last season stats. Gotcha. I think that's a pretty good deal. I yeah. mean, I don't know much about this guy. Twenty so. points, two million for twenty points a year. That's acceptable. All right. Um, <clears throat> something that I know that Penguins fans are incredibly, incredibly excited for no reason about. Um, sign, uh, John Marino 
sign. Is it John Marino? Are you sure about that? Uh, you have it on the fucking. All right. Marino, anyways, signed a six year, $26.4 million contract extension with the Pittsburgh Penguins on Sunday that will begin in the 21 22 season. That's 4.4 a year. That is a. That is a good. Uh, that's a good. That's a good value for any defenseman. I think that's going to play consistent minutes. And when I say consistent minutes, like over, you know, ten. Yeah, and I think um, people are expecting him to be the next Latang. Mm-hmm. So it seems like a pretty good me- uh, not meal. <laughs> pretty good deal. Um, his name is John. Okay. Is unless John. multiple internet sources are wrong. <laughs> um, not to be confused with Pittsburgh native Dan Marino. <laughs> right, right. Uh, okay. But yeah, definitely, I'd say something that's good for both parties here. You know, as a defenseman, unless you're Eric <clears throat> Carlson, you're not going to get much more than five or six million. Well, here's the thing. I feel like defensemen are highly, quote unquote, overpaid. Right, because I mean, well, before this whole, the before the whole lockdown, the whole the COVID and and the pause and all this stuff, four point four million for a defenseman was like almost like if you were just eating like thirteen minutes a night, you're gonna get four point four, and you weren't like a complete absolute pylon out there. Um, <clears throat> I mean, think about it. I mean, I think Eric Carlson could have walked away from San Jose and probably commanded like eleven, twelve, even thirteen million if he really wanted. At that time, not anymore, obviously, because it, the teams don't have the the cap to work with. But four point four million. I mean, here's the thing: John Reno, fifty six games or fifty ish games in the show. Okay, who knows if the kid's made a glass? Who knows if he's if he just had like a really high rookie season? I mean, they're they're signing him to six years after um after a, a decent rookie campaign. You know, the best mm-hmm. defensive rookie. Uh, <clears throat> of of the year, which I well, would equate to having the defensive rookie, the best defenseman well, rookie. No, uh, Cal McCarr and I'm, I mean, Hughes. I'm talking advanced, yeah, but advanced stats and things like that say, I, and I'm I'm purely ripping off Jay Fresh right now on Twitter. Shout out Jay Fresh. Shout out Jay Fresh. But <laughs> um, <clears throat> so. Yes, I think Kale McCarr. I mean, I think all those guys are, are right now better for sure. But this guy was really a low key uh, old Marino here, and <clears throat> if he does get to the Latang status within the next two years, it's a steal. If he doesn't, if he doesn't, um, then it's just you paid for a, a shitty defenseman, which the Penguins have done. In, in spades recently, which is good for us, right? Absolutely. Give us uh, cannon fodder for a Ovechkin. Yeah, so I'm hoping this Marino kid's a bust. I hope he, like, gets a big head. Next season he comes out, totally shits the bed, you know, minus 500, you know, three points. <laughs> That'd be great. Three phantom assists, minus, minus 500. 500. <laughs> like, that's pretty extreme, but... Mm-hmm. If they're going to miss the playoffs, like you say, then that makes sense. Yeah, they absolutely will. And, and Marino here is going to be the only bright spot probably among that. But um, <clears throat> like I said, I mean, being the the quote, you know, in some circles, the quote unquote best rookie defenseman in the league is like 
having the car with the best paint job at the demolition dirt derby. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I mean, great. That's great. You beat up on a bunch. I mean, you beat out like another 20, 18 to 21 year olds, a bunch of them. Yeah. And you're playing the hardest, one of the hardest positions in the league, which is defense, you know, outside of goaltending. I think that defense is definitely one of the harder. <clears throat> um, so, you know, no offense, Marino, but we hope you fail terribly. Yes. We hope that in two years, Yenzers are calling for your head and saying that $4.4 million is a gross overpay. Absolutely. And then <laughs> you get bought out and signed with the Capitals for like $3 million and For like $1.5. And then we, re- we reestablish your career. Yeah. You become a Norris Trophy winner. Like we did with Niskanen and Orpig, <clears throat> and we will with Schultz and Sherry. Yep, absolutely. So that's that's the Penguins bit. You know, I guess claps for it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Corey Perry. He's 35 years old. Last year, played with Dallas. <clears throat> Long time duck. He agreed to a one-year, $750,000 contract with the Canadiens. Last year, he had 21 points in 57 games, 9 points in 27 postseason games. He came up pretty big in the playoffs. Um, I don't remember which series it was, but I think he had some pretty big goals. Uh, I think there was one series where him and Pavelski were like what kept him in it. I can't quite remember. And I, I want to say that was uh, the quarterfinals. I th- or might have been the second round. Might so the avalanche. Been. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Who knows? Anyway, I, he's it, that, that's a good important. deal. For for what he still brings to the table, I'd, I'd say that's a good deal. Yeah, I mean, complete scumbag, asshole. You know, I mean, that's very much Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, that's... Uh, the, the the nature of of the French Canadians. Um, Just so watch I would Letter s- Kenny. He'd he'd fit right in with the the guys yeah. in Quebec. Yeah, the Quebecois. Uh, so you know all these. And and here's the thing: <clears throat> you're you're looking at these veterans going for so low, right? For close to league men, right? Mm-hmm. If not league men, and you've got to wonder, man, like what kind of payday would they be in for if? The cap was like 90 million or, you know, even 85 million, right? Uh, Back to, you know, looking at us a year ago, what we were talking about as far as like what the cap was going to be and with the TV deal and all, you know, I keep saying the TV deal and whatnot, but you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. It's interesting to see this because I think that a lot of people remained unsigned and one of the good, uh, one of the uh, good examples is Hoffman who is going to get a PTO for the Blues. Yeah. And, you know, Hoffman, his girlfriend aside, who probably did some real fucking horrendous shit, but, <clears throat> you know, dude's probably still, what, 10, 15 goals in this guy? A yeah. year at least, right? Yeah, aside from his off-ice uh, distractions, he's definitely someone that you could find a spot for on your roster. Yeah, no, and I, I agree, and and then you know there's a uh, there's a couple others. That, I got a uh, I got a list. Oh, you got a list on here? Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, all right. Well, I mean, uh, of PTO guys. 
Yeah, that's a oh, PTO okay. list, but I, I got the important <clears throat> ones kind of up there. Gotcha. Right, right, right there. All right, well, tell us. You don't have, yeah. to, you don't have to point out the list, just tell us. Well, so, uh, well, you were, I wanted to stop you from searching. Okay, um, fair enough. So, one that the Capitals signed, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Michael Delzato, he is trying out for the Jackets. Mike Hoffman with the Blues, Jordan Nolan with the Penguins, Kevin Connaughton with the Panthers. You know, some of these guys have had some real success in their career. Yeah. Uh, Riley Shahan with the Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Former Notre Dame guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's some, and I think he played for the Penguins and the Red Wings. Um, so, some pretty notable guys that really I think it's, a little too early in their career for the PTO, but I think what you're saying, the, yeah. the lack of cap is forcing them to make these guys work for it instead of just outright signing them. Absolutely. No, and I agree. And, you know, um, it's tough, but I feel bad for, for all the old goats going out into the into yeah. pasture here. But at the same time, I mean, they also – this. Imagine what it does for like a Michael Delzato playing with a chip on this guy's shoulder. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's already a fucking madman, right? Like, or or Hoffman, you know. <laughs> I I just you know I I I can't wait to see what these guys can do on the ice, and <clears throat> I think that I think that there's going to be a discussion about like GM of the year and things about these guys who were, they offered a PTO to and who worked out and who didn't. And I think the ones that worked out the most are the ones who were most impactful. They're probably going to get some GM, like the GM of the year award, right? Yeah. I mean, they're having to be pretty creative with their roster space. So I definitely think this will be a big factor when they're, if, you know, as long as these guys, someone pans out, maybe none of them. Right. But yeah. You know, like well, there's going to be one, one giant one that is going to pan out for one GM. I'm, I'm, I just feel it. Um, <clears throat> anyways, the Sens acquired defenseman Braden Coborn, forward Cedric Paquette, and a second round draft pick in 2022 from the Tampa Bay Lightning in exchange for Marion Gabrick and Anders Nielsen. So, you know, fuck Gabrick. I, that's an that's a name that's been around the NHL for so long. I was t- surprised he when this came across the Twitter feed. I was surprised that this was even a thing anymore. Yeah, and I didn't even realize that he was like I remember like his name, like you said, has been around. I didn't even realize he was with the Senators. Yeah, me neither. Like, I didn't. And um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, it looks like the Sins here kind of get like a couple of uh, hard nosed players that are kind of depth players, but like really good depth players along with, um, and they, they kind of, they kind of give up like Mary Gabrick talent and Anders Nielsen. Uh, so, I mean, I know Shane Ryan's pretty pumped about it. Yeah. I mean, I think they're just continuing the rebuild and I, I think they're building through drafting and through acquiring guys like this. So I think it's, it's definitely a good move for the Senators, and, I, and the Lightning are probably thinking, we've got a squad that can win, let's patch some holes and go for another win right now. I mean, I feel like they kind of have to. 
Yeah. You know, they're 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 a younger version of the Washington Capitals. You know, their guys are kind of firing in on all cylinders now. They've figured out their game. All of their, like, top talent, you know, Kucherov. And, I mean, Stamkos is kind of, like, a little older, obviously. And who knows, like, what he's going to do and be healthy-wise. And um, so... Well, and Kucherov, <clears throat> he's going to miss season, isn't he? Is he? Is he injured? Let me double-check that. I thought right. I saw that news release. All right, well, we'll move on. Jared Spurgeon named captain of the Minnesota Wild. Um, he's 31, longest tenured player, 11th season. Uh, so that's cool. I mean, Jared Spurgeon's kind of been like one of those players that has just been <clears throat> such a steady hand, I feel. Uh, probably doesn't get the recognition that he deserves, I would say. Yeah. For that for that tight caliber of player. Uh, Ilya Kovalchuk returning to the KHL, two-year deal with Avangard Omsk, and you know, is that right? Is it Omsk? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't need to go over his stat line. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, he he played in the NHL for like twelve years, went to the KHL for like five, came back for two. He should have never left. And now he's going back to the KHL. Right. Imagine Kovalchuk if he would have never left. Well, didn't New Jersey try to sign him for like 15 years or something? Yeah. And they then put, the league they, was like, that's They put dumb. the kibosh on it. And no, they, they did sign him. Uh, they did sign him to a ridiculous deal. And he got butthurt and left for, I don't know, he retired. So then they weren't on the money for him. Yeah. And then he went to the KHL, from what I remember, if I remember correctly. So, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Ilya. Uh, it was cool to see you play with OV, but honestly, I, I mean, he's Ilya Kovalchuk. He's, he's a good player, but he's older. and I liked him on the power play, but that was about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember him being that. I don't. I don't. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Kucherov. And again, that's a guy that we paid probably like one and a half. I think is what we paid him. Yeah. I feel like that's what all of the PT, uh, all these PTO and and free agency type veterans should be getting, but instead they're getting like league men. <clears throat> uh, Ryan Callahan. This guy has been a thorn in our side. Previous uh, Caps fans, I'm sure you know that you're very familiar with the name Ryan Callahan. Um, officially retires. He missed most of last season due to a back injury. Uh, 13 years with with the Rangers and the Lightning. Did he win a cup with the Lightning? He's on the roster. I yeah. hope. I mean, you know, an American, a great player. I hope his name's on the cup. Yeah, I mean, uh, as as much as he was a a thorn in our side. I mean, a, a hard nosed good player. Love to see him. Uh, you know, it. I mean, hate to see him go, but happy that he made the right decision in the sense that like he, he figured out this isn't going to work for the rest of my life. I'm going to have to have to retire. So tough to see him go, but at the same time he was a Ranger. So yeah, <laughs> back when the caps and Rangers had all those awesome playoff series. Exactly. Right. Fucking Brad Richards, motherfucker. Anyways. So Kucherov hip surgery. Yes. He's going to miss the regular season. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Who's their defenseman? Who's that Swedish defenseman they have? Uh, Hedman? Yeah, Hedman. I didn't know Hedman was so old. Me neither. He's an older guy. He's a giant. Oops. An old, old Nordic giant, so... We'll see what what what's in store. I mean, the you look at the you you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning though. Just a real quick aside is that uh, <clears throat> um, I think Tampa just had to win it now, or it was never going to happen. It was yeah. kind of like the Caps, right? Like they're at that point where like they're just everything's ripe for the pickings, and they just have to do it. Right. So. I don't know about their... I mean, they think they're still going to be, like, a really strong team, probably a playoff team for sure, but also, like, how far they go in, who knows? You know, do they do they make it to a final again? Who knows? I That I can't judge on. I would say that they might be an early out, though not an easy one. So... Well, speaking um, of Tampa, um, <clears throat> pretty sure this is the first time... Two teams that played for the Cup will be in the same division the next season. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Wow. Nice. And I'm pretty sure the Caps could, I mean, they could end up playing Eastern teams in the Cup, just not teams from the East division. True. So, like, they could end up playing the Lightning in the Cup or the Jackets. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Crazy shit, ladies and gentlemen. Uh coming out this this season. I can't wait for it to start, I'm going to be honest. It's, we, I just need NHL hockey. Uh last bit of news here. Barzal. Uh Matt Bazal, Barzal. Barzal <laughs> did not participate in the first day of training camp. Um <laughs> on hold. He's holding out for a new contract. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty big. They uh, they need him, and I I don't I don't know, man. Is this like diva? Is this being a diva? Is he being a diva right now? I mean, he's being Mitch Marner, Nylander. <laughs> it must be the new trend. But here's the thing, I I like to see when players take back their power from ownership. Uh, it, but at the same time, I hate them for it because, because you know, you, you're there for the team and blah, 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 you know, like, and I think a lot of like hockey, I'm sure hockey Twitter is like split 50, 50 down the middle on that. But, um, anyway, you can stick it to the man is great. And he's an RFA though. So he's got to know that the team holds all of the power, most of the power in his contract negotiations, right? Like, yeah. uh, but I don't, I don't. Who who knows how this is going to shake out? I think that they're they're just getting to him. I think that what they wanted to do is sign other their other you know pieces, their minor pieces, and just see like okay, what's the max we can spend on Barzal? Because I mean, dude's probably looking at what ten nine a year. Yeah, I mean, he is that team. Yeah, he is that team, he, right? he is their he's their guy. So look around the league and what's the top offensive guy going? Average that out. Barzal should get that. Right. <clears throat> you know, I wonder if though. I wonder if they they do some sort of weird bridge 
and give him like eight for three years. That wouldn't be bad. I would go seven for eight though here. I would be like seven million dollars for term every year. What do you think? I'd take that. Yeah, yeah, and then up, up, you know, like, okay, maybe we land at eight for eight. The kid's proven he can play. Yeah, absolutely. He's a stud. All right. So you have a you have a bit of a chirp here from John David Tankovitz. My boy Tank. Tank. Shout out Tank. Top four realistic championship teams this year. Is this, I'm guessing this he means hockey. Yeah. Uh, because obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers are out of it, but, um, and the Raiders. No, the Steelers made the playoffs. Yeah, but they're not going to win. They're not going to win well, shit. Well, no. They're not going to win shit. No. They're, they're fucking losing into the playoffs. They've lost like what, their past five games? Well, they won this week, but I think they lost three in a row. No, they, they got beat by the Browns. Oh shit. Yeah. They won last week. Okay. Which clinched the division, but then they lost the Browns today. Okay, but I would say realistically, top four <clears throat> teams for the cup. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Washington Capitals. <clears throat> that's that's the number one. Then I have the Colorado Avalanche. <clears throat> top four. I mean, he's four. That's so it's it's the Caps and the Abs. I think they're the best probably up and down. Um Like do I even say the Carolina Hurricanes right now? I don't know, man. They're they're tough. I feel I, I like know. they could they could put together a run. Uh I I don't think in I think the Eastern Division is going to be tough. Like our division, the Caps division is going to be tough. I think, you know, I think Philly has strong upset power, too. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, fuck. Really putting us on the st- spot here. There, Tankovic. Tankovitz. Tankovic. Is it Tankovic? What, how do you With say? a T. Tank. Yeah, that's what I said. Tankovitz. Tankovitz. Yeah. Not ch. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Tankovitz. Yeah. Well, I, I figured out my top four. All right, go. So, I'm I'm going with the Caps. The Flyers, the Lightning, and the Cat in the Avalanche. You're still going to hold on to the Lightning, huh? Yeah, I think the Avalanche or the the Lightning. Actually, I take that back. No, no, fuck you. You already said it. And <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take ex- exactly what you said. So Caps, Avs, Philadelphia, and then I'm gonna switch out. And this is my dark horse. I'm gonna switch out uh, the the lightning for the hurricanes. Okay. And that that's man, that's some that's some real gutsy stuff. I'll have to I do say myself. Um, <clears throat> I, I wanted to pick four teams from the Caps division. Yeah, me too. Almost right. Like I know you think they're gonna miss the playoffs, but I wanted to say. Pittsburgh, Philly, Washington, and Boston. I don't know why you got to put that fucking evil out there. But I had to spread the love a little bit because you can't. I mean, you can't all just be one division for the favorites. That's true. Um, well, I mean, you could have, but well, yeah, but I would have just shit on you for it. Um, <laughs> all right, the last bit of league news, which is really not that newsworthy, but it kind of is, man. I mean, it's PK's. Sad. 
It's sad. PK Subban and and Lindsey Vaughn breaking it off, ending the engagement. No longer, uh, you know, doing the relationship thing. It seemed amic- amicable. He posted, you know, we we've enjoyed this three years together. We're going to remain friends. We we love each other, but we just want you to respect our privacy. But and, you know, get you know. Right, and he wrote a very nice message. Sure, and so did she, and she respects him or whatever. But when you're in the public, I feel like that's an uh, obligatory thing. Yeah, unless you're Johnny Depp, poor Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, but uh, I any time I see like a, a a celebrity couple break up, I just like put like the last fight I had with my girlfriend, and like just like. Act that out in my head with like PK Subban and Lindsey Vaughn as as uh, acting out my own life. Is that weird? No, I mean <laughs> aside from like some unique fame issues, they probably fight about the same shit. Mm, uh, okay, yeah, maybe you're probably right. I mean, yeah, we're all people, fight, right? They probably fight less about money because they all have their own money R- or more. Well, yeah, maybe they do. Or, like or more. Like, yeah, you made ten million more than me. Why aren't you buying dinner? <laughs> <laughs> and now we know what Paul and his wife fight about. <laughs> no, no, that was just general. But you know, their videos—they looked fun. They looked like a a fun couple. Yeah. So yeah. that sucks. Well, they're both like early thirties, right? Like thirty-three. No, dude. Um. Yeah, she's. I think she's been. An she's Olympian mid since... mid to late thirties, bud. Really? Yeah, she's like five years, three or five years older than him. Oh. I mean, this is Lindsey Vaughn, like the best skier to ever ski. Yeah, but I think she started her career when she was like sixteen. Eight. Yeah, right. And so she probably yeah. feels older than she is. Yeah, I wonder what that. I mean, I'm sure her body is just. Oh, her I knees mean, are. There, yeah, they might as well just be cyborg. She might as well be a cyborg, probably at this point. I think she's had a couple knee surgeries. Yeah, I mean that's what caused her to retire. Yeah, and I don't mean like cyborg in a in a, in a bad way. I mean, I no, mean just, in a respectful way that she's create tore it up, and you know her yeah. last bronze was something like the the most um, any skier or female skier for for sure has ever yeah medals yeah medaled in yeah. So, yeah, absolute legend. Uh, I'd like to see PK, PK, yeah, get a cup. Um, you know, I would too. Yeah, uh, maybe if he worked his way down to Washington, figure that out. I think PK Subban would fit in with Washington. Yeah, he style. Would. Yeah, him um, and Ovi could have a silly contest. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, all right. We've already been rambling for like what fuck forty minutes. There's a lot of league news, guys. Uh, the the NHL is ramping up again. Return to play, real games that matter for standings. Supposedly coming January thirteenth. So, no wasted time on preseason. Right. No preseason. Just camp. Everybody's practicing, getting getting a, getting you know used to each other, and that's it. Uh, World Juniors though has caught my eye 
uh, as I said before, and it's just been such an awesome time watching it. So, I mean, I don't really want to go over all the scores, but basically, Polly, what what's going on? So we're, the quarterfinals had just been played yesterday, right? Correct. And then they get the day off, and then they're going to the semifinals. <clears throat> so Monday a, night. Right, so Monday night. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be Canada versus Russia, USA versus Finland. Now, I'm scared of the Finns. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty tough. I mean, they struggled, or there was a close game with Sweden and America. Kind of, they got, USA got lucky in that Sweden game. They got, I think, two terrible angle goals. Right. Um, Though they did shut them out. They did. So um, it's kind of like, uh you know, uh, and we're talking about the qualifying. So we gave you we gave you the lead here, but basically what happened was was um, the U.S. was basically riding high, yeah. And in three games, didn't get a goal scored against. They went down, so they lost five to three, and then the next three games outscored opponents twenty two to nothing. Right. Talk about a chip on your shoulder. Um, yeah. I like to see the blend of the USA's game. Skill and a little bit of hard nose, you know, just getting in there, crashing the net, uh, which is, ex- and, you know, very, very like DC hockey. So I, I love to see it. Um, I'd love to see more of it. But, you know, do you remember in, when we were in college and the Olympics, Winter Olympics was going on? And I was so high on Sweden. I was like, Sweden's going to win the gold. Fuck Canada. They're only shot because we we didn't even get to that past qualifying. Was that Sochi? Yeah. The USA just like shit the bed hard. And like, I was like, all right, anybody but Canada, anybody but Canada, right? And um, turns out Russia won it with Germany silvering. Oh, no. That was 2018. That was the one without the NHLers. Yes. Yeah, three years ago. No. No, there was one. There was something while we were in college, and you were like, dude, Sweden always does well, then they go into Finland, and they get their ass kicked. Or they lose to Finland. It might have been the 14 Olympics. I mean, Canada won gold that year. Yeah, okay, so it might have been Canada. Fuck Canada. I... Th- I, th- I, I it, was, it was the same year that the women... It was it, So it was two Olympics ago... Because it was the same year that the women got to the gold medal round in the, the USA women and lost in like triple overtime. To Canada. To Canada. Yeah. It was that year because I was watching it in class. Mm-hmm. And when they lost, I was like, fuck, in the middle of class. Yeah. Canada <laughs> swept hockey that year. Yeah. Fuck Canada. And for one. And for two, I you're right, man. I mean, Sweden just has this. You know, Finland is not a team to be scoffed at. But at the same time. They just got Sweden's number, man. It's the, the, the two, you know, Scandinavian countries that are the, the Scandinavian neighbors just know yeah. each other so well, right? It's it's kind of like a, a USA Canada situation, but probably more competitive. Yeah. Uh more more equal. Um and I think I would rather have played Finland than Sweden, just in general, but I haven't really watched Finland's team this year so like you know they've been low-key they've been playing and they haven't been on tv spots uh but you know they're like smoking it they smoked the tits off slovakia who rang up two goals on us 
Yeah. Right. In this last round in the quarterfinals. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a little, I'm a little apprehensive about facing Finland. I think it's going to be, it's not going to be a layup. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not like, uh, a paved path to the championship. They're gonna have to work for it. So let me put this scenario into your head. We beat Finland as we should. Yeah. And I think we will. Canada gets upset by Russia. Bro, I don't think that there's a better scenario in what has happened to this point for the USA to win gold. A rematch against Russia with a good goaltender, with Knight back on his game. Yeah. I think I think if we get Russia again, we'll beat them. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and Russia definitely looks capable of upsetting Canada. And I don't think Canada's quite what they were last year. Really? Because, I mean, they're still really good. Right, right. But last year, they just seemed extremely dominant. Fair. Um, Speaking of Canada, either last game or the game before, I think it was last game, the quarterfinals, um, Capitals prospect Connor McMichael had a goal and an assist. Two-point game. Yeah. But uh, back to your question, I would rather play Russia just one because we always seem to – Lose to Canada, always. And I think it'd be beautiful after first game of the tournament losing to Russia to just, like, it'd be poetic to beat them for the medal. Straight up vindication, like, pure revenge game. Yes. I think, and not only that, I think that that's the easiest, that's the only way that I think that we we get a gold. Yeah. And then Finland pulls off the upset and gets the bronze. Right. Yeah. So... There is a there is a um, there there is a, a chance that we do not the USA does not end in the in the medals, right? And that is if Finland beats us, then we're out, right? Well, or, no, they we'd we'd play the loser of the other game for the bronze medal. Ah, uh, that's right. Okay, that's right. That's right. Which <laughs> Russia or Canada, right? So, I guess. We're being optimistic, but the 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 critics or the the analysts are probably having us beat Finland, Canada uh, beat Russia, right? Yeah. And then who does Canada play for the medal for the gold? They'll play the the winner of U.S. Finland. Oh, that's right. Okay, so Canada Finland, and then Russia U.S. would have to play for for bronze. Yeah. Right? Okay. Sorry, that was that was dumb. The only, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so the only team who doesn't get a medal is whoever loses the loser game. Right, right, right. Which right now, yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm I'm too much conjecture here. It's all right. Too much, too much conjecture, too much if. Anyways, if we want USA to win, the USA basically needs to win the next two games, and then they get gold. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's it <laughs> to put it to put it plainly. <laughs> if you get NHL Network, that is where you will find the games. Unless Absolutely. you're Canadian, and then it's on TSN. Right, it's just like basic cable. Yeah, <laughs> you can Got watch it. it as easy as easily as you can watch Jeopardy. Right. <laughs> All right, we've been rambling for 45 minutes. Let's talk about the Washington Capitals in today's Washington wraparound. Let's do it. All 
right. So Lundquist uh, opened up a little bit on his surgery that he's going to need. Uh, it's an aortic valve replacement, aortic root and ascending aortic replacement. Dude, that sounds like a lot. Sounds like he'll never play professional hockey again. You think? That it's um, hardcore heart surgery. Yeah, so like I don't know if it's a donor or like a fake piece put in. Well, I know valves are generally like pig heart valves. Okay. Uh, aortic root and ascending aortic like is he getting a chamber of his heart replaced? I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I mean, it sounds like I mean it'll be open heart. They'll stop his heart. Yeah. Like, that is intense. So, good luck. Yeah. Best wishes. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Best wishes to to the king. We hope that he comes back and does a full recovery. But even if he doesn't, I mean, an illustrious career at that, right? Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, cap sign. Zidane Chara. Big Z. Big Z, age 43, one year, $795,000. I am blown away by this. This was a very big surprise. When I did see that there was going to be some drama um, with Chara being re-signed, I was like, oh, I bet the Caps will go after him. Like, in my head, just yeah. like randomly. Uh, to get him for close to league minimum is insane. I know that there's some bonuses and things, you know, built into this stuff, but at the same time, like, pretty insane uh, deal. I think this is a deal. This is a steal for sure. Char was still one of the top defensive performers above the age of 35 last year. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously that's a, that's a pretty big caveat, but at the same time, I mean... W- he wanted to leave Boston because he didn't want his role to be diminished. And I call bullshit on that. I'm calling bullshit, Polly. I think he just didn't want to have diminished role in Boston. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't want the captaincy stripped of him, which I think that they might've pitched. I don't think that he was willing to take less than top two pairing. So if he was going to do those things, it would have to be a different organization. Yeah, and I think that something went wrong in the talks with Boston. Like, I don't think, you know, obviously Char came out and was like, you know, Boston's a great city. Thank you so much for all the support and everything, blah, 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 which is true, you know, good for him. But I feel like he was maybe asked to pass the torch a bit and did not want to. In Boston. Yeah. I mean, that's perfect, perfectly reasonable. Um, in a tweet or an article, it said he spoke to Tom Brady about it. So he was probably like, yeah, dude. Like, get the fuck out get, of being Get town. out of Boston <laughs> if you're not going to be the man. That's what yeah. I did. And look at me. We're in the playoffs and the Patriots aren't. So, um, <laughs> Is that true? Holy yeah. Fuck. The Buccaneers made the playoffs. The Patriots didn't. That's insane. But, you know, I think he's going to be a good 10 to 12 minute guy. Um, or more. Or because more. He's gonna, I think that he's going to kill penalties. I think he will have, uh, he might see time on first PK unit. Well, that, um, that chart you had, uh, he 
pulled in maybe it was just under 14 minutes a game. Last season? Yeah. No, last season he was like a 20-minute-a-game guy. Oh, I guess I looked at something wrong. Yeah, no, okay. he, he last season, from what I've read, he was uh, still in prime Zdeno Chara, like, minutes-wise. I, I don't... Because, uh, you know, penalty kill, he was, like, probably first PK, probably top four. Um, I mean... Polly, you know everybody saw you. Just I know. I was trying to not make noise, <laughs> and I just looked like a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> all right, all right. I probably idiot. should have just made the noise. That would have been better. <laughs> so, I okay. Look, this is a good signing. No matter who you are, I I, don't, I think it's a no brainer. You're getting a Hall of Fame defenseman who's a massive giant, and the Capitals here again have doubled down on their identity, and that is. Playing with top-end talent, but beating the fuck out of others. I mean, it, really, right? I mean, we've got we've got Tom Wilson, Ovechkin, you know, even TJ Oshie. On the blue line, Dmitry Orlov, who is an underrated physical presence. Brendan Dillon. Zdeno fucking Chara. Like, those just three, you know, and, and fucking John Carlson's no, no pussy himself. Hathaway uh, will... Th- uh, he'll mix it up. Right. Hathaway, Dowd, like our entire fourth line. Seekenfaller um, even throws the body. Right. Sieg's. I mean, we're a tough team to play against. And I think that the, the Capitals have really kind of, um, they're somewhat breaking the mold. They, they've, they've realized that the NHL is a checking league and, you know, just Google, if you don't agree with me, like Google the fucking <laughs> definition for fucking checking on, uh, a high, um, on just it's it's the English definition it doesn't mean like body checking it just means like impeding forward progress right so I'm not saying that we're the New Jersey Devils but I am saying that like I think that we have enough talent and just enough speed to keep up but really what we're trying to do is just take space away <clears throat> especially in our own zone yeah mm-hmm. so odd man rushes aside which I think that Laviolette will probably come in and, and kibosh that whole thing. Felt like last year we gave up way too many odd man rushes. Our breakout was garbage. I mean, those things I think Lavs can easily fix. So I'm hoping that he comes in, says, look, we're going to play a little bit more sound defensively. Uh, the defenseman will get involved in the play, but it'll only be like, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to pick our pick our spots here. And be ready and willing to lay the body out, which the Capitals have never been unwilling to do. Yeah. I like the signing. I like it. It's it's cheap. You know, I think they said that if they win the cup, basically he'll get $1.5 million this year. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think... have it. I think it's a good signing, and I think he's going to prove people wrong. And if you want to hear more on Sedana Chara, make sure you listen in to Thursday's episode. Absolutely. The Hockey Show Hip Check next next week, or I mean on Thursday, next episode is going to be uh, a little bit about like this ageism that we're seeing. This discrimination against age. <laughs> How dare you. How dare you. How dare you. You know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm SJ dubbing for some age discrimination stuff. Uh, but, you know. That's the big. That's the big news, and I I don't hate it. I think that the people that do hate it are in Boston, 
and yeah. <laughs> and elsewhere in not non caps territory, right? Non caps fans hate it, but uh, yeah. But yeah. So what what else we got here, Polly? So the uh, roster. Well, before we get to that, uh, the Capitals have the oldest roster. Right. The uh, average age for players is what was it twenty nine point seven seven. Yeah, and uh, surprisingly, the second oldest team is Toronto, twenty eight point six. The recent addition of Joe Thornton probably helped that. Right. Um, but. It is confirmed through statistics that the Caps are the oldest team. And I, w- I would like to poke a bit of a hole in here. The 20-man roster average age is what this is going by. Our 20-man roster is nowhere near fucking solidified. I truly believe that we have a, there's a lot of options. Yeah, you could you could there's a lot of you know 99% shots here, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that most of the t- most of I would say some really pivotal pieces, you know, like the last two defensemen, goaltending. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Hendricks Lapierre, so he he's a part of uh, he's on the roster. Okay, um, we'll see how that goes after camp. Right, Connor was snubbed Mike, was snubbed from the Canadian team. Yes, he was. Uh, he was invited to camp, but did not make World Juniors. But so he is going to training camp, so that could bring down the age. Connor McMichael, who's currently in juniors. He will be there. He'll be on the team, so that will lower the age. Um, so there's two guys below well, he'll be 21. At camp. All those guys will be at camp. Well, I think Connor McMichael, he may have to quarantine after World Juniors. I'm not sure. Right. Once Canada is out, he'll be able to I'm sure he'll be on a flight uh, Wednesday morning. And, you know, there's like these guys like Scarbosa, Pinho. <clears throat> I think even Alexiev, uh, you know, Fukale, the fucking goalie, they're all on this training camp roster. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Craig Anderson, you know, all these guys are there, but who knows what's going to happen. The rosters are large this year. There's that taxi squad that's going to mm-hmm. run with the team, but cannot go play in the A or any lower league. So they're just kind of like black diamonds, but like all year round. Yeah. So... It'll be very interesting to see what the twenty man roster average age is. So not to not to kill it, uh, the hockey troll hip check, but check us out on Thursday, and we'll go into into the different options that I, that we think will will probably be kind of prevalent here with uh with the whole roster situation and and how the moves are good. So, um, yeah. Well, and so with Craig Anderson, you know, we signed him to a, a PTO, professional tryout. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't hate if we signed him to taxi him. And then, because the AHL starting back up, put some of those guys back and keep them in game shape mm-hmm. for the future. And, you know, we can take two goalies on the roster and... Right, because call-ups will still exist, I think. It's just that you have to do a f- like 14 or 10-day yeah. layover quarantine period. So, like, what, like, the immediate goodness of a call-up call as it usually is, is gone. Which is why there's, like, that purgatory of the taxi squad. Right. So. And I think we could sign Craig Anderson 
strictly to be a taxi guy. So we could even keep two goalies taxied, or I think you said three can be rostered. So it's two rostered in one you have to have in the taxi. Yeah, but you could probably have additional. I don't know. Uh, I think there's only three max on the active roster, like including taxi. Well, I think Craig but Anderson you know, would be a good taxi option. I, You know, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I don't think they're going to sign Craig Anderson. I don't think he's going to have a good enough camp. Uh, that's just me. He might, but that's my hot take. I don't think they're going to sign him. I think that... Uh, he was brought in for competition, which we, which thanks for blowing my load here, Polly. But on Thursday, we'll get a little bit deeper into. Uh, do you have anything else on the caps? Just an apology to you for ruining your skit, or not your skit, my your segment. Skit. It is. It's almost a skit. It is a skit. It's a fucking skit. Okay. Well, we've been rambling on for far too long. What's it? Over an hour? Yeah, just a minute. Yeah. All right. Well. Actually, that's a pretty good wrap-up. Lots of league news this week, but Caps fans, again, we're back to two episodes a week now uh, and until all of eternity, um, or at least until like next... <laughs> all of eternity. Yeah, uh, for, uh, for the foreseeable future. Exactly. We'll be doing two episodes a week. We'll be streaming on Sundays for Monday's episode. Thursday's episode is going to be very exclusive, so you better tune in via the podcast for that on thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or www.thehockey.thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Right, Polly? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I i mean, for for Thursday, we'll, we'll see you then. But uh, until then, I guess uh, it's Hockey Troll. Polly Cupcakes. Sign out. Actually, before <laughs> that, we should talk about bar down breakdown. Oh fuck. We totally we totally fucked it up with that, didn't we? Well, let's throw it in there now. Absolutely. So <laughs> Caps fans <laughs> damn it. We always forget the internal promo. The internal promo for this this uh this week was is the Bar Down Breakdown podcast, so check them out here. Fuck. Did you know that your favorite band also loves your favorite hockey team? If you love hockey and you love music, you're going to love Bar Down Breakdown, a podcast that explores the crossover between alternative music and the sport we love, hockey. Every NHL player wants to be in a band, and every band guy wants to be an, an, you know, a pro athlete. With guests from all over the globe, come along with us as we interview some of the most captivating names in alternative music and talk about why we love hockey and how it's influenced us. You know, there was a, for a few seconds, I thought, of like, well, maybe we should wear a Montreal jersey. Then the NHL was like, mm, I think you should stay neutral. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. So tune in every Tuesday on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we'll have a brand new guest and a unique look into the bridge between hockey and music. All right, bar down breakdown, boys. Sorry, we totally fucking forgot about you. I'm the worst. I'm literally we're the the worst about the internal promo stuff, man. Uh, we well, I mean, you are because I just reminded you to do it. Okay, fine. Fucking Polly's <laughs> just fuck. All right. Well, in that case, uh, Polly, do you have anything else to add? Uh, no. If you get a chance, watch World Juniors because it's. 
very entertaining. Go USA. Go USA. Remember, Caps fans, if you would, find our podcast on whatever platform that you are listening. And if there's like a rate function, um, I don't know, give us five stars only. Five stars only. And tell us how which one of us is your daddy in the comments. That'd be great. It's probably me because Polly's a mommy. All right. Caps fans, until next week, or until Thursday, actually, uh, we'll catch you then. High Control of Polly Cupcakes, signing off. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Trip podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.